There is no other podcast like this, so proceed with caution as we challenge your beliefs by providing the forbidden information kept away from you and your family by modern medicine so they can keep you on the path of drugs for anything and drugs for everything. Hundreds of years of preventative medicine have been destroyed by Big Pharma. We're in the dark ages of true healing. After all, it's not just about living long, it's about living well. If your continuing search for answers has led you nowhere, you will find the truth here on the Forbidden Doctor Podcast. Now prepare to have your consciousness explode into the next evolutionary stage of human existence with your hosts, Dr. Jack and Mary Stockwell. Stockwell. Hey everybody, it's Dr. Jack. And Mary. And we are here with episode 64, PMS. A hurricane of symptoms. For, this is for every cycling woman and the man who loves her. Oh, absolutely. So all you men out there that are listening, we're going to say something about men at the end of this podcast that you'll want to hear. But if you truly love your woman, you need to hear this. All right. This is going to be an amazing podcast. So this week, we are going to introduce a new weekly feature we're going to have every week on our podcast at the beginning of every podcast, we're going to give you the forbidden secrets that they don't want you to know. And these are secret things that they keep from you, the dumb things they tell you, and the really important things they know nothing about. For instance, the director of the CDC said this week, Tom Frieden, yeah. you have it, you want to read right from his yeah, quote? Yeah, I got the little AARP article here. I don't know why we get AARP. I don't, I don't need I don't AARP know. at the house, but somebody does. So I ripped this out. This just absolutely blew me away. Here's the president, the director of CDC. This is the number one hoo-ha guy in medical world. And here's his great advice from the top of the hill, from the guru of all medical knowledge. He says, this is what you need to do to live a long, healthy life. This is his ultimate in recommendations. Get good physical activity. Okay, Mm -hmm. see, that's always number one, because that cures everything, you know. Have good social connections. I like that. But if you're sick, it's hard to have good social connections, or especially if you're crazy. So have good social connections. That's good. Control your cholesterol. Oh, don't get me started. (laughs) Don't get me started. It it, it doesn't matter how much research continues to come out to show that there is absolutely no relationship between cholesterol levels and heart attacks. They still keep playing that old song. Now, let me refer you real quick to Podcast 19, The Real Cause of Heart Attacks. Oh, that's a good one. And a recent one that I did right here, number 55, The One Thing You Need to Recover After a Heart Attack. Yeah. So it's not about controlling your LDL. It's about controlling the reason you have high LDL. Yes, exactly. Okay. The next one he says is keep your blood pressure at a normal level. Which changes almost every quarter of the year. Yeah. So They they keep coming out with different numbers. (laughs) And and sometimes you need high cholesterol. If you're, excuse me, you need high, high blood pressure. If you're way overweight. Yeah. You need high blood pressure to get that blood around to all the parts of your body. Now, granted, you should have good, strong collagenous fibers so you'd, your arteries don't burst from that high blood pressure. Yes. Of course, they don't tell you that part. They just abnormally lower your blood pressure so you're lethargic and tired and exhausted all the time. And another thing that uh, Dr. Friedner fails to mention is that the older you get, 
the higher your cholesterol should be and the higher your blood pressure will become. Yes, probably. So I, I, was asked that, too. I was asked that by a patient the other day, what, what really, you know, Dr. Jack, should my blood pressure be? And I said, well, you know, 150, 160, it's the, the diastolic, the low one. You know, we'd like to see that under 100. But they're talking now 150, 160. Unless, yes, it, but, unless but, it hangs but, around 180 or higher, they're claiming now it's not that big a deal. And your blood pressure should be what it is because if you're That's a good if answer. you're getting older and everything is falling down, your heart is enlarging, your bot your heart can't beat as efficiently, your blood pressure is going to go up because it's dying to get this yes. blood around your yes. body. Yes. So anyway, they don't go to the cause of the problem. And the last thing he says is so brilliant, so wonderful, so astounding. I can't wait. Don't smoke. Hmm. Don't smoke. Hmm. He says these things can make an enormous difference, not only in how long you live, but how much you enjoy your life in these years. And then he says the clincher. He says exercise is the closest thing we have to a wonder drug. Well, as good of the advice is to not smoke, the good of mm-hmm. the advice is to get some exercise, exercise to have friends. And <laughs> where's uh, where's where's good the rebuilding? Food? Where's, where's the, the rebuilding? Where's the rebuilding? Restoring? Where's the nutrition? Where's that? Yeah. Where's that? Where 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 is moving away from crap food to good food? Yeah, no, I didn't hear that no, part. I read the whole. Art- I don't want to read you the whole article, but it's um nothing in there. So again, we're telling you secrets that they keep from you. The dumb things they tell you and the really important things they know nothing about. Now, we're also going to give some forbidden secrets that you probably don't know about. And number one is, go ahead. Men can have PMS too. (laughs) I mean, we only think of women having PMS. Let me give you a good example. Okay. Should I get into this? Sure. Quick. Uh, Really quick. You know, when you have a woman who is strong, a strong leader, who makes decisions. She's fair, firm, and consistent, as people should be. But when she's a real, in a really powerful position, and she makes decisions that, you know, shiver the timbers. She leans in. She le- I love that. She leans in. She doesn't pull back and go, oh, my, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. She leans in. What do we call her? A B period, I period, <laughs> T period, C period, H I think that's it. All right. <laughs> when a man does the same thing, what do we call Oh, him? he's a leader. He's a leader. He's strong. He's he should a... run for president. <laughs> right. But when a woman yeah. has that kind of great leadership capabilities, you know, and yeah, the I... way PMS, the way the hormones play into either one of these, we're going to talk about before well, the Well, see, over. and you know, you told me not to mention this, but I don't care. When Donald Trump called that woman, well, she must be on her period. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she yeah, got yeah. a little leaning in too yeah, much. Yeah, she got a little leaning in. Well, men have PMS, and I he might have PMS And we'll all talk the about time. that. We'll talk about the man's role in the PMS situation at the end of the show. Okay, here's another little secret. If you have chocolate cravings or symptoms of um, PMS that are reduced or they get better with a heating pad, you might have a magnesium deficiency. Yeah, you may want to write that one down. So back up the podcast and listen to that one again (laughs) if you have a heating pad by your bed for every month (laughs) and it relieves the symptoms of craving chocolate and symptoms of pms you may have a magnesium deficiency that's number two and number three this is a gem this will save your lives calcium and cataplex f you keep those two supplements in your purse 
or wherever you are traveling or wherever, it will significantly reduce cramping, bloating, and all the negative effects of PMS. Right. Those two simple things. My daughters always have Cataplex F in their purses. Yep. They don't always have calcium, but they have Cataplex F. And Cataplex F pushes the calcium into the, the muscles, into the tissues, and it relaxes them, and the cramps go away. Yes. It's beautiful. I just thought of something about too. the heating pad and magnesium. Mm-hmm. Heating pads cause dilation of the blood vessels. Yeah. Magnesium causes dilation of the blood vessels. Oh. So if you're having vasoconstriction, if the blood vessels are too tight, and heating pa- and you've got cravings for chocolate. <laughs> what does that have to do with it? <laughs> well, chocolate actually is a source of magnesium. It's just our excuse, see. Yeah. We're on our period. Yeah. We need our chocolate. Well, anyway. <laughs> okay, so let me tell you a little story. Just to start this off on a happy note, um, and I'm going to tell on myself because I always have to, but my daughter had terrible PMS, and it was way past PMS. My daughter lived with my ex-husband, and her diet wasn't as good as it should be, not even close. It I mean, was bad. It was bad. It really was. But um, when she would have her period, literally she spent the entire day in the tub. When she was with us on her period it, through high school and stuff, she would be crawling around on the floor. Yes. Um, you know, this went on for quite a while. And, of course, you know moms. I'm telling her all these things. She's not listening Forever, she just grabs her my doll, and that's for the tub. And she misses two days, or did miss two days out of every month, at least two or three days. One day, completely in the tub, crying and bawling. It finally got to such an extent when she went off to college. She called me and she goes, "Okay, mom, I'm going to listen to you." What was that I was supposed to do? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I sent her some very simple supplementation. I did, of course, try to get her to eat better, and I've been harping on her forever for this. But she took the supplementation, and within a couple months of taking it consistently, which is hard for a young girl, sure, she called me one day and she says, "Mom, I, I, I can't believe this. My period started, and I didn't even know it was coming. Yep, yep. we're going to get into why. And I didn't have any cramps, and I spent the day at school and didn't even realize I was on my period. Yeah, yep. So we're going to get into that. We're going to talk about during the show." Because what we're going to talk about is how to address on both sides of the issue the natural and healthy way to deal with this, I don't know what to call it, hormonal storm that's yeah, associated with it. You call it a hurricane. The, I think you named this podcast. Yeah, the hurricane. <laughs> yeah. And, and the forbidden secrets that, that uh, you know, attempting to fool Mother Nature with these drugs and these roll-ons and these HRTs and the skin creams. Hormone replacement oh, therapy boy. is what HRT means. And counseling. Oh, counseling. Counseling I love to that cure one. your PMS yeah. makes as much sense as using a Band-Aid to cover a severed artery. Yeah. Thank so, you for that, you Mr. Man, you. That was very validating. I'm married to a woman. Yeah, I know. PMS is real. Yes. If you're really and unhealthy. And it continues even after menopause begins. The same interrupted cycles of progesterone and estrogen. We're going to get into that during we'll the that. show here. We'll and do that's that. the next podcast. Well, we the do. next podcast is going to be on menopause. Menopause, but right. we're that's doing a, this that's now. That's a week away. Yeah, so, so... let's start off with discussing just what is A little levity. PMS. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw this written down, and <laughs> I had to bring it in. It's horrible. It's sexist. It's terrible, but it's funny. Go All ahead. All right, PMS. Perpetual munching spree. <laughs> okay. Where's the laugh track? <laughs> And that's without 
uh, weed, marijuana. Yeah, the yeah per- not having weed ahead of time. You still have the perpetual munching sprees. All right, here's another. Puffy midsection. Okay, that's right. not funny. Anyway, yeah. provide me with sweets. Oh, that's true. PMS, provide yes. me with sweets. Pimples may surface. <laughs> yes. All right. That's really true every month for years. Pardon my sobbing. Oh. And we're going to talk about why that happens. Yeah. And, pa- and the, the pa- last one, drum roll. Pass my sweatpants. <laughs> I mean, obviously, suffering from PMS is no joke. Yeah. I remember my ex-husband bringing me home pills for my PMS. He would bring them home, put them in front of my face, and then drop them and run. <laughs> <laughs> But then when I looked at the label, it said cyanide. So, you know. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I had terrible PMS and I, um, um, you know, but then I had all those breast lumps and my endocrine system was crashing. My thyroid was, you know, not even producing or working or doing anything. Right. And for those of you who may just be new to the podcast, Mary talks about those breast lumps and how she got them to melt away in podcast number one. Yeah. All right, let's, uh, we're going to talk briefly. About we're going to serious it up now. Serious it up. Yeah, but it's still going to be fun. We're going to talk briefly about the different forms, some categories, five of them. There's five different categories of PMS. That, I didn't gonna, know this until we did this podcast. We're going to talk about the five major ones. Now, there's sub ones, but these are the five major ones. PMS, what we call PMS-A, where there's a lot of anxiety associated with it. PMS-C, where the cravings go through the roof. PMS-D for depression, when you get really depressed during the PMS cycle. PMS-W for water retention. They sometimes Uh, call that hyperhydration. Yes, that's the swelling. Mm -hmm. And PMS-P, pain. Yeah, that's a bad one. That your daughter went through. Mm -hmm. So I think we ought to just take those in alphabetical order as we're doing it. And let's just do PMSA first, anxiety. And by anxiety, I'm referring to uh, nervousness, Tension, irritability. Irritability. <sighs> Hell Run hath no lives. fury. Run for your lives. Yeah. <laughs> Mood changes, panic attacks. Um, the What happens here is this is primarily marked by a tremendous imbalance between estrogen and test, uh, progesterone. Excuse me. Well, we have some testosterone in us. Well, you do. Yeah. And, and I have some estrogen and I have some progesterone in me. I mean, they're... They, they they do different functions, obviously, yeah, and because we don't have the same equipment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they still work on our equipment. They yeah. just work. They just do something a little differently. But the anxiety, this is where you have really high estrogen and low progesterone. And the whole idea, you know, the, the first five days or the last five days, depending on how you count the period, starting with the beginning of the flow or at the end of the flow. But if the first five days where the endometrium, the lining of the uterus, is sloughing off because conception didn't occur. Mm-hmm. And during the um, luteal phase, the uh, proliferative phase, where proliferation of the endometrium, the lining of the uterus, takes place, uh, estrogen and progesterone both are doing different functions. Estrogen is causing the epithelium, the endometrium, the lining of the uterus to um, proliferate in the growth of these cells, like uh, uh, coming from stem cells. Yeah. From the stroma laying underneath this, the epithelium. This, right. Yeah. And it's amazing. In 28 days, 27 days, you have a whole new line. Well, you uh, up and, to five to six millimeters thick, where yeah. a few, a couple of weeks ahead of time, there was nothing. And, it, and, and it's so complicated. It's stunning. 
So this is what estrogen does. Estrogen, as estrogen begins to build during the uh, proliferative phase, uh, the cells there proliferate. They, they, they multiply. What the progesterone is doing is causing those cells to get bigger and fatter and richer. And you're getting uh, the storage of glycogen, sugar, and there's the serous fluid, and of course the blood itself with a multitude of blood vessels in there at a, an extremely rapid growth. And at the period of ovulation, which is usually about 14 days uh, for a 28-day period, the progesterone and the estrogen reach their peak. And if a signal does not come from the ovum in the sense of a hormone released, that, hey, I found my buddy, <laughs> and we're getting married. And you we're going better. To have, and we're going to have a, a shotgun baby. wedding. Yes. We're going to have a baby right here inside this beautiful warm dome called the uterus. Yes, which you can't build with butterfingers and macaroni and cheese. Or ice cream, <laughs> jujubes. Or red, t- red yes, twines. caramel popcorn. Red Twizzlers. Red vines, Twizzlers. Uh, and so if that signal doesn't happen, then the estrogen and progesterone, <laughs> just fall right down to the level it was when the whole thing began in the first place. This is called the um, secretory, uh, secretory phase. And that's what's supposed to happen. It's just like if you look at the front of a pup tent, mm-hmm. one side is going up to the high point, the other mm-hmm. side is coming from the high point down. That's what's supposed to happen as far as estrogen progesterone levels. Now, what happens with PMS is these things get out of balance. And the thing that causes this nervousness is when you have higher levels of estrogen and lower levels of progesterone and um, so that the thing that's causing all of this growth, this rapid growth, is still present. And the progesterone is falling off and the progesterone acts like a police to the estrogen. But you're saying when that doesn't, when that doesn't work well. Yeah. You start having high levels of estrogen. And when you have high levels of estrogen, there's, you know, the, the the heavy bleeding and the uh, the nervousness and the inability to get some real really good rest uh, you start having liver detoxification problems because it's the liver's job to get this extra estrogen out I just want to go through a really short list here just for a second before okay. we go on to cravings of sources of estrogen outside of our outside of the female body's uh, job of producing it now the the ovaries produce estrogen and the little tiny follicle, when the when the luteinizing hormone at the beginning of your cycle in the, LH, in the yeah. right in the proliferative phase, uh, when LH comes out, it's going to affect about anywhere from twenty to fifty eggs. There's not just one egg. There's about twenty to fifty eggs. Mm. Thank goodness, only one of them, maybe two of them, mm. makes it. But um, of those twenty to fifty, one of them is going to go through full development, and that developing egg will produce more estrogen, and more progesterone. I mean, these are just incredible, incredible hormones and their effect that they have on the human body. And while I'm thinking about it, we, we didn't talk about this being in the show, but it just struck me as just being rather incredible. What's the difference between the estrogen molecule and the progesterone molecule? I mean, testosterone molecule. Estrogen f- and testosterone. Yeah, What's the, the female difference? hormone and the male hormone tremendous differences in what they do to our bodies Mm -hmm, for sure but in their chemical structure they are almost exactly identical except the estrogen or the project or the testosterone has one little additional a little penis (laughs) itty bitty (laughs) 
It just has it's a, a boy. It, yeah. And she's a girl. It's a itty bitty teeny little <laughs> thing sticking out the side of the testosterone see, molecule. I'm right. But if but when you look at them, if you don't see that at first, you think, gosh, how could, there's there, there's there, no difference. There's no difference. And, They're the same. And the most powerful thing in the world is hormones. Oh my goodness. One little hormone makes a boy a boy and a girl a girl. And you know, and then we we could talk forever about estrogen disruptors, the plastics everywhere. Absolutely. Oh, I think well, let me let I, me get to. I want to I give you a quick. About that, I want to so. give you a quick list of what is what's called xenoestrogen estrogens that are everywhere. These are how extra estrogens get into a woman's body, besides what her own body manufactures, and this can cause an awful lot of PMS oh, so problems. This is a disruptor, then. It's not so much a disruptor; it's a source of estrogens. Estrogens don't just come from the ovary. Okay, but are you talking about There's a good thing or a bad this thing? This is a bad thing. Oh, bad, bad, bad. Yeah, it's a bad thing okay. because it's in the um, it's in the uh, fat soluble hormones that are in commercial meat and commercial dairy when they inject these animals to make them big and fat and heavy for either producing milk, uh, a milk cow that just keeps producing milk because her body thinks she's constantly pregnant. Yeah, and that's it takes, horrible. Th- those hormones get into milk. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm talking about primarily commercial sourced milk. Sure. That's why little boys start growing breasts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, PCBs, polychlorinated biphenyls uh, in the plastics. Cosmetics. Yeah, all the plastics. Don't ever microwave in plastic. Yeah, that's good advice. I mean, and then these water bottles, they sit out in the sun and, you know, they say they're BPH free. And but they, they might not be. Yeah, well. And then the uh, cosmetics. A lot of cosmetics will have estrogen in them because of the a source of some of the oils mm. are estrogenic oils. And the foaming agents in soap and detergents, the soft plastic containers and, and the wrappings that you, like you mm-hmm. said, don't microwave. Some people tell you don't microwave. Insecticides, pesticides, sure. herbicides that get into our foods. The condoms, spermicides. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's not cool. Yeah. it's And... um Birth control pills, of course, are loaded with estrogen. You know, to this to this day, and here it is, 2016, they're still not sure exactly how birth control pills work. But they cause enough estrogen and progesterone to be in the system that the first stage, the LH stage, the proliferative stage mm-hmm. that develops the follicle into the corpus luteum that becomes the ovum, uh, never happens. It's like the... That's it's, power. It's, That's... Power. Oh, talk about it, you bet. Yeah. I mean, that's really fascinating stuff. <clears throat> and then, of course, HRT. Horm- hormone, hormone replacement, replacement therapy. therapy. Yeah. yeah. If you're going to replace a hormone, what are you replacing it with? Well, you're replacing it with a hormone. Yes. And talk about a disruptor. You know, this, this beautiful orchestra we have inside of our body that you're just explaining massively gets disrupted because we, in our great intelligence, think... We can throw in a bunch of progesterone. Oh, no. You're, oh let's just oh, put some cream on. I forget if it's at the first part of my period, the last part of my period. When should I put this? Oh, let's just put it on every yeah. day. It's, it's just like the birth control pills. There, there are certain days that you're taking certain kinds of yeah, things, well, those and then are you skip more. stuff and things like this. Yeah, those are a little because more. Because you're trying to fool Mother Nature. Yeah. But you're loading the body up with extra estrogens, which is why there's a connection between ovarian cancer and birth control pills. All right, so what do we do? Okay, so we're we're going to give you the answer to how to help each one of these different PMS right. syndromes. Right. The first one, PMSA for anxiety, basically, nervousness, tension, all those kinds of things. For all of these, we would really recommend taking our ageless thyroid, which we talked about ad nauseum in the last right. couple podcasts, so I won't go over it again, but that's one that's very 
stable with the iodine in it. And the iodine is very, very critical. And then all the glandular support. But then there's four other products that would really support you in this particular type of PMS. And that is Simplex F or M for males. Yes. Because we're going to talk about that later. Males have PMS too. And that's a multi-glandular support. Minchex is another product from Standard Process. And it's a a psychological tranquilizer, physiological. Yeah, it helps the body to just. It's got tranquilizing uh, minerals in it. Yeah. Um, That's actually the one that my daughter, I sent her, she said made the biggest difference. That's the one she took consistently because she wouldn't take the whole protocol consistently forever. But that's the one that her friend stole from her. Her friend said, where did you get this? This is the greatest stuff. Anyway, it's Minchex. And then Chase Tree, and that's a very strong herbal. I would recommend the liquid, but you could take the pills also. It's for really heavy bleeding. And then St. John's Wort, which raises the melatonin concentration. Um, It enhances phase one and phase two of liver detox, which is very important. So you get the excess estrogen out of your liver. The extra excess estrogen floating through the bloodstream, the liver is going to grab a hold of it if the liver is working correctly. Mm -hmm. And combined with fiber, which is why we want to have some fibrous foods in our diet. Instead of juicing all your vegetables. Right. Now, while juicing has a cleansing, detoxifying effect that can be used in certain serious situations, you need some fiber from time to time because the liver will use that fiber. Uh, the the soluble fiber that's in the bloodstream to attach estrogen to get the extra estrogens out of the system. Yeah, so eat what you crave. And that's what St. John's Wort helps to stimulate. Yeah. All right. It does some other things too. It's a very powerful herb. Let's go on to the next one, PMSC, cravings. When you get serious cravings during your period. Well, this is increased appetite. I mean, that's just overall everything. We're not talking stop eating. You know, and I can see I can see the patients I take care of when we when we talk about these. I, and it's monthly. It's really weird. Head. Oh yeah. It it comes through. No, you don't know this cuz oh well, maybe you do. Maybe you have a little minimus. <laughs> no, I I, I see. I it. remember this. I do. Just this increased craving around your periods. Yeah. And then headaches also are part of this PMSC. Um fatigue dizziness, palpitations, and actually fainting. Yes. Yeah. PMS-C. Yes. Uh, Who who knew? Who knew? Well, uh, when you think about what is going on with this rebuilding process that's taking place inside the uterus, the amount of energy, the amount of foodstuffs that's required Mm -hmm. to rebuild the entire interior of the uterus in a two-week period, it's amazing. So. And do you know, you know this, I've said this before, every single egg has its own nerve to the brain. So if you're misaligned, this could also contribute to these PMS symptoms. Well, this is often associated with um, functional hypoglycemic, uh, glycemia. If you're, if you're hypoglycemic anyway, if you know, if, if you're having sugar balance problems, sugar cravings, this is Those, where the fainting comes in. Yeah, it's where the fainting comes in. It's also Dizziness. where the increased cravings come in because you're usually not craving liver. Yeah. <laughs> you're usually craving the wrong kinds of carbohydrates and other things Sugars. to deal with that functional hypoglycemia that's usually caused by uh, years of, of what we call sugar-induced sensitivity or insulin sensitivity, uh, which is a, a precursor or a... A, uh, not a precursor, but a pre-diabetic kind of condition mm-hmm. 
that we know as functional hypoglycemia. And, um, and then again, of course, it's associated with magnesium deficiency as well, as you've already talked about. So, so what do we recommend so for? So, of course, again, the ageless thyroid. Yep. But then we need a really good oil in here, an omega-6 fatty acid. It's called black currant seed oil. And it's what we give to our teeny little babies and old, old, old people. The, because your liver doesn't have to convert this to use this. And yeah, it goes, very- right, it goes right from the oil that's in the omega-6 to arachidonic acid, mm-hmm. which helps to form a certain uh, prostaglandin there. I, I, if I remember right, there's six re- or seven major prostaglandins. And they reduce inflammation. Some of them reduce inflammation. Some of them cause inflammation. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, the body will use prostaglandins when it wants inflammation to occur. Oh, well, inflammation is always process. good, in my opinion. Well, but, it, but, if it goes on too long. Well, yeah, chronic is not good. But if this black currant seed oil brings the needed minerals and vitamins and yes. fats to a wound, yes. then it will reduce the inflammation that way, maybe increasing it for a short time as it's healing. Okay, so magne- so black currant seed oil is very important. Magnesium lactate. For the magnesium source. Mm -hmm. And that's especially if you find yourself craving chocolate during this period of time where the rest of the month you don't. Yeah. and Is there anybody that goes a whole month without craving chocolate? (laughs) I think I have now. I'm through menopause, so. And then Diaplex is a wonderful pill. Um, It's a wonderful supplement. And this is the one I talk about that if, if our whole country, if everybody took four of these a day, we'd have no health problems in this country. And it is blood sugar handling and carbohydrate craving support. And we get into that in podcast number 25. What's that called? Diabetes, Amputations, and E-Harmony. <laughs> that's a good that's one. That's a title for yeah. you. So that's a, that's a wonderful um, supplement, Diaplex. It's, it's got a whole... It's, it's 30% Zypan, so it'll help you break down the right. proteins. Zypan is an acid. It'll, and then Gymnema? Then Gymnema is an herb. Um, if insulin resistance is a problem, it helps heal the beta cells, the aisles of longer health cells in the pancreas. So you can produce insulin. It is also in our ageless, ageless thyroid. thyroid. So you wouldn't have to take that separately. And then once again, simplex F or M, the multiglandular support for either a man or a woman. Yeah, this is the DNA of the pituitary, the thyroid, the adrenals, and the ovaries or the testicles in a man. So All it's right. simplex F or M. Then the next one. PMSD for depression. This is also women that have forgetfulness, um, crying, confusion, and even insomnia. Now, this is the different, this is the exact opposite from PMSA that had anxiety and nervousness and those kinds of things where you had high estrogen, low progesterone. Here, you're having low estrogen and high progesterone and elevated androgens, the male hormones, elevated testosterone. Hmm. And decreased levels of uh, estrogen uh, will cause a decrease in the serotonin neurotransmitter, the ser- the, the well-being trans- yeah, neurotransmitter. Yeah, the happy, the happy one. So when you ha- yeah, so when you have lower levels of estrogen, you're going to have lower levels of um, would these be serotonin? Would would these be women with mustaches? And I'm being serious. No, here. no, you are absolutely correct. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm wondering. Yeah. It's, it's where they're they're developing a little bit of a mustache across their lip, maybe a little bit of chin stubble Some chin stubble yeah, yeah and you can see you can see the hair there the hair of their head that goes along uh, right above the front of the ear and then you see this hair growth down along the side of the face it's not a beard but it's a, a hair growth that's really dark along the side of the face in front of the ear so this is pmsd for depression forgetfulness crying 
confusion, insomnia. Right, and it's just the opposite of the PMSA for anxiety. So what do we recommend? Of course, the Aegis Thyroid. And yes. then men checks. This is one of the reasons why we made Ageless Thyroid. Well, yeah, this is why. Because That's why th- we keep mentioning These it. are all the things I used to take singularly, and they cost a lot more to do that that way. And it was a big pain. So now we put them all in one pill and yep. super nice. Yep. I love it. It's my very favorite thing we have. And then, so there's four things besides the Ageless Thyroid we recommend for PMSD. Men checks which is the physiological tranquilizer, calms yes. you down. Yes. Simplex F or M, again, this is the multi-glandular support. Um, St. John's wort, again, to raise the melatonin and help your liver detox. And it also helps with the serotonin uptake. And It inhibits it. Yeah. It stops it so that the serotonin lasts in the synaptic cleft of the uh, transmission of nerve signals in the brain so that that well-being neurotransmitter hangs around a a little bit longer. Microsecond longer. Which makes all the difference in the world the, for you women. Bet it can. Yeah. <laughs> and guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the last one is Wild Yam, which is a product um, uh, Meteor puts out. And these are phytoestrogens and autonomic nerve relaxants. So that be careful with this. And you only use this if you are the PMSD type. Right. With depression. That's with low. Low uh, estrogen. Can I throw in my little formula for increasing estrogen, especially sure. with, with people who are depressed during their periods? Sure, but we have uh, two more to do, so you got to hurry. Really fast. Ovex. Oh, yeah, Food yeah. for the ovary. Ovex P. Right, Ovex P. Uh, Four-tail B12, which also stimulates estrogen production in the ovary. Yeah, that's a wonderful one for your libido. Take that on vacation. Oh, yeah. Four-tail B12. And the wild yam, but you've already mentioned that one. Yeah. All uh, right. Now, the next one, PMSW, when you get water retention, when you get bloating. Yeah, this is fluid retention, weight gain, just around your periods, and your swelling of extremities. And get this, eyelids. Oh, yes. Yeah, I learned that just studying for this podcast. Ah, swelling you didn't of your, study for this podcast. I hear you like saying a this little, stuff all the time. Like a little dog I did. You I see me reading t- every night. Well, okay. All right. Not. <laughs> I, I don't mean just before the show. I did, though, I hear too. You, I hear you talking to people about this stuff all the time in your room. Well, I haven't ever talked about swollen eyelids. That was really cool. So these are also women that have breast tenderness around their periods and abdominal bloating. And of course, that probably goes along with the water retention. So... Um, the, th- the, the hormonal situation that's often associated with water retention during PMS is you get uh, elevated aldosterone. That is uh, a hormone that comes out of the kidney that makes, you, that makes you hold on to water. And you have low progesterone. You have excess estrogen, which is an awful lot like the PMSA, except here you're having higher levels of aldosterone, so your body isn't getting rid of the fluid that it should be getting. You know, you know, you lost me. I mean, you didn't lose me, but I'm still stuck back on um, the kidneys and that hormone. Yeah, that, aldosterone. Yeah, that's fascinating. Yeah, well. So good kidney support would be wonderful, too, for these types of people. Yes, it probably would and be. And what? Women always have UTIs and urinary bladder infections that go to their kidneys and all kinds of kidney issues. So... Wow, this is all making a lot of sense. Yeah. So uh, the the major difference between this and the uh, earlier one, PMSA, a- anxiety, is that you're going to have elevated levels of aldosterone. And, I, I, you know, I don't know how far you really want me to go, but 
you can get in here. What it does is it, cre- it creates um, a higher level of angiotensinogen, which is the precursor of angiotensin that is the real causative factor with the um, um, aldosterone in water retention. The kidney, we, we went blood to- doesn't just flow through the kidney and the blood goes one direction mm-hmm. and the water and the uric acid and all these things go the other direction. The kidney is regulating this stuff. The kidneys Through also... the pituitary, right? Well, well, the pituitary has an effect upon... That's why our son Rourke had such problems in the hospital with that brain surgery and yeah. his kidney. Yeah. Remember? That's, well, uh-huh. he, was losing, he was losing sodium. He couldn't hold on to right, sodium. Right, right, right. But that, that's just what I was getting to, okay. is that the kidney also has, in something called the loop of Henley, which it has millions and millions of these. Henley just didn't have something to do one afternoon, so he went and opened up a kidney and said, oh, look at all the little loops. So they named it after him. In that loop of Henley are little windows that hold on to or let go of sodium, hold on or let go of calcium, hold on or let go of potassium, hold on or let go of a whole host of minerals, especially the ones, chlorides and things like this that make up the electrolytes of the human body. And when we have electrolyte imbalances, we're going to have fluid problems, but we're going to have some very serious problems with heart regularity and breathing when we have these electrolyte problems. And it's, it's almost directly related to kidney problems. And, in, and so you get a taste of that during, if you have PMS during your cycle, where you have bloating taking place. So this, is a, this isn't just a PMS problem. It is a warning sign of possible kidney problems. So what do we recommend? And maybe even some heart issues here too. Yes, of That's course. That's really interesting. Especially when you're retaining fluid. Yeah. When you retain fluid, so, your blood pressure is going up. One of the first things we recommend is Simplex F or M because it has pituitrophin in it. Yes. Okay? So pituitrophin, PMG, which is the DNA of the pituitary. Yes. It also has, of course, the thyroid, the adrenals, the ovaries for women, and the testicle um, DNA for men. So speaking of that, I, I have to just throw this in here really quick. You know, women just go and get their ovaries taken out. Just like, oh, there's a cyst on my ovary? Okay, take it out. Are you going to have any more children? No. Oh, well, you don't need them. Yeah, you don't Let's need them. Let's just take them out. So this is like a man getting his testicles ripped oh, off. Oh, no, wait a second. Yeah, his testicles ripped off. How many men would get their testicles taken off because they have a cyst on them? They would go, uh, I think I'll die with this cyst on my testicles. Thank you very much. She doesn't get that from me. Yeah, but these women, I mean... I mean, Angelina Jolie, there you go. Let's just take out the ovaries. We just recently adopted a cat, and I'm not going to get into it, but she <laughs> she was already spaded. Or spayed? Spayed. I don't think it's, yeah. yeah anyway. It's not spayed. Yeah, and, and her ovaries are taken. They take their ovaries. I can't yeah, so stand it. So she just lays it. around and says, pet me, <laughs> hold me. And they go crazy. Listen to me purr. Yeah, so I don't know. So anyway, simplex F or M for men which has testicle support and females has ovary support. Hopefully you have your ovaries. If you don't have your ovaries, then we have another product called (laughs) Paraplex. Yes. In the place of Simplex F. Okay. So you need that. Paraplex, Simplex F, or Simplex M. Then the next one is black currant seed oil. Again, the omega-6 fatty acid, the GLA that that is so important. And we actually should put an oil on every one of these, but I'm not sure we did. But that's really important on this one. Then St. John's wort, same thing. Yep. Um, acicarbamide. This is a wonderful product. This is what they used a hundred years ago for, before they had Lasix. 
Oh. When you are holding on to fluid, because carbamide comes from a plant, mm-hmm. plants, and it regulates electrolyte balances in the blood. Oh, the fluid. So that's why we recommend AC carbamide. Okay. And magnesium lactate, of course, for those sugar cravings. No, no, not really for this. But anyway, magnesium lactate, chase tree for heavy bleeding, of course, that usually goes along with this, and mammary PMG, um, which is, again, the protomorphogen of the mammary glands, and drenamine for... With what I said earlier, why would we be recommending drenamine? For the adrenals, for that hormone. Yes. For the elevated prolactin. Yes. Yeah. So, and those cause also breast tenderness and stress problems and all kinds of things. Um, now, the, w- let me when that, clarify something there. That uh, The prolactin, of course, is coming out of the pituitary, the anterior portion of the pituitary, that will cause the development of um, the mammary gland itself, which can cause mammary tenderness, tenderness during the PMSW, the water, the hyperhydration. When yes. you get bloating, you can get b- breast swelling and breast tenderness because prolactin is being released by the anterior portion of the pituitary, causing development of the breast. Which you don't really want because no. you're not going to be nursing. You just have to get through well, this and get it over with. Some of us want it, but well, yeah. <laughs> in any event, no, I don't. Uh, I just wanted to make that clarification. Well, and, and also, the adrenaline, of course, and we for have the, the anterior pituitary in our ageless thyroid. We have extra. We have the whole desiccated pituitary, but we have specifically extra anterior pituitary. Right. For those prolactin levels. Okay. So now let's go on with the last one, PMSP, for pain. Ooh, this is a big one. Aching pains, uh, reduced pain threshold in the whole body, not just, not well, just the uterine. do you know people that can't handle, they have a really low pain threshold? Yes. Yeah. I have yeah. a sister that has a super high pain well, threshold. Well, a lot of that comes from prostaglandin imbalance, which, okay. which causes more pain because of inflammation. And more and elevated estrogen well, levels. Well, definitely there's going to be, yeah, more elevated uh, estrogen levels. And there are a couple of other things that are taking place uh, associated with that. But mainly, um, you get increased production of that particular prostaglandin that is caused by a dietary fat imbalance. In other words, you're getting too many of the wrong oils, not enough of the good oils. And too many of the wrong... That would would be my daughter. Yeah, and most oils are uh, the omega-6. Yeah, actually... Way too many. We have way too many omega-6 oils in our our life. And and the bad, the bad ones. Especially the bad ones, the ones they use for frying. Yeah, the terrible ones. Canola, soy, cotton seed, believe it or not. Yeah, French fries, all these types of things that she lived on, and... You know, she and 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 no fat. That's that was the big craze forever for her. Oh, don't eat any fat. No, no, no fat. But when she did eat fat, well, she ate all the time and didn't realize it. It was the bad fats. It was the canola oil right. and the the really right. and bad so, vegetable oils. So we promote uh, a high fat intake in the normal diet from day to day, and some people misunderstand us. We're talking about saturated fats. We're saturated. not talking about vegetable fats. We're yeah. talking about animal fats. Yeah, very very strong fats. We've always advocated those on these podcasts. That's the forbidden information you don't get to know. Now, a couple of times here, or no, with each one of these, you have recommended our brand new product, Ageless Thyroid. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, before we go on to that, we have to talk about the four. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Yeah, the four things for the PMSP, the, the pain and aching and all those types of things. Simplex F or M, of course. Again, to get the, the endocrine system, the glandular uh, extracts. Get the endocrine system back into balance. Mm-hmm. Blackcurrant seed oil, again, very easily absorbable oil, reduces inflammation for those aching pains. 
Cramplex. This is a wonderful product. This is what my daughter has replaced her Midol with. Mm. Yeah, so you have and to take it before your period, though. It's, it's an herb. You take four a day, two to four days prior to your period. Yes. And you only take it then. And it's antispasmodic. Yes. And the thing that's the interesting thing that's causing the spasms, can I? This is so cool because I remember this from uh, obstetric, Go obstetrics ahead. and gynecology. You don't need my school. permission. Okay. <laughs> what happens a lot of times. You know what ischemia is, when the blood supply to a particular area of the body starts to get cut off. Yeah. And if it's bad enough in the brain, you get these TIAs, transient ischemic attack. Well, inside the uterus, when these uh, hormonal changes are taking place, especially in the endometrium and the underlying stroma beneath the epithelium that feeds the walls of the uh, uterus, uh, the, the swelling can cause constriction of blood vessels that can lead to ischemia and will cause the spasms mm. inside the uterus that's trying to relax and release those constricted blood vessels. And it's believed, theorized, I was just, you know, it's in one of my textbooks, that that may be one of the major causes of uterine cramping wow. during the, the this PMS P period. Wow. So antispasmodic, the Cramplex helps yes. that. And that's it's what an the Cramplex anal- would be for. And it's an analgesic, and it's an an- meaning pain. it helps it's a with pain. pain. Yes. Pain. And it's a sedative. It yeah, helps to relax. Nice. Mm-hmm. And it is a prostaglandin inhibitor. Now, remember I was saying there's several prostaglandins. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the prostaglandins that are affected by the omega-6 black currant seed or evening primrose, primrose are the prostaglandins that reduce inflammation. The, the, the Cramplex is going after the prostaglandins that cause inflammation, and it helps to reduce that effect because hmm. inflammation usually brings pain with it. And then the last one is St. John's wort. Um, just helps you feel good. It's, yep. it's a, it's a feel-good herb. That, um, and you know, the nice side effect of St. John's Ward, it also goes after envelope viruses. And those are viruses that are covered with envelopes that the, that you can't break open. Yeah, the immune system has a very hard time with those. Yeah, so it's a wonderful side effect. Okay, so we got to hurry here. All these different types should have our HPA, I mean, our ageless thyroid because it supports the HPA access. And that's the looping back together of your whole endocrine system. The hypothalamus, the pituitary, and the adrenals. And the network, those three can drive themselves. Because you've talked several times about hormones that come out of the pituitary, but their pituitary is under the control of the hypothalamus. You're right. And there's feedback to the hypothalamus that's coming from no less the adrenals. It's coming from the thyroid, coming from the ovaries, coming coming from the testes. Up through the body. Feedback system back into the hypothalamus. So the reason we have several glandulars here we're recommending for most of these problems is because we want to underscore a balanced endocrine system, a balanced hormonal system. Yeah. So we have, um, you, we've, we've gone over this before, but we have all the glandulars in the ageless thyroid. We have iodine, of course, which is critical. Um, that's why it needs to be in each one of these PMS protocols. Right. Selenium, which helps you convert T4 to T3, and it also helps with degenerative diseases. L-tyrosine, it's an amino acid that is the main component of many hormones. Then zinc, of course, it activates over 300 enzymes and promotes healing. And then four different herbs that are stunning. And one of them, nobody has in their products. Goobalipid. 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 Yeah, this one helps you have energy and helps you convert the T4 to T3. But we've got bladderwrack, which enhances your metabolism, so it should help you lose weight. Bacopa is your memory and brain function and mental clarity and concentration. And ashwagandha, the mother of all herbs, 
Okay, this stimulates the production of thyroxin. It reduces cell damage. It enhances a feeling of well-being and it reduces insomnia and supports aging. Yes, That's an incredible product, okay? So if you can't remember anything we said, you can go back and listen to this 100 times or you can take our basic endocrine support for women of all ages. And then by women, we mean from menarche on, mm-hmm. when the period begins. Menarche mm-hmm. is when your period right. starts. From then on, and it's not just when your period stops. This continues into menopause, which, as you said earlier, we're going to get into in the next podcast. Yeah, so the first, there's four things. Ageless thyroid, three of the, those a day. Simplex F or M. Depending on whether you're female or male. <laughs> okay, four to six a day. And I, I guess I'll make a handout for this, too. Trace minerals, B12, three to four a day, and chlorophyll complex, three to six a day. And that, that is a hormonal precursor. I know it's not in any of our protocols, but if you can only do a few, we've decided those four are the most important. If you need to balance out excess estrogen, you need a couple more things throw in. You need chase tree, you need Livaplex for your liver, or a very strong herb called Livco. And that supports cleaning out the livers of the excess estrogen and cruciferous complete. There's a really important study. Do I have time to tell the study? If you're really fast. There's a study that was done with cruciferous complete. It was done on women that had An already... An independent study separated from the company that makes this product. Standard process, yes. yes. Women, had, that women that had already had breast cancer, they studied these women. They gave them three cruciferous complete a day. It dropped their chances of getting breast cancer again by 500%. Yeah. Now that should have been on CNN for months. Should and how did it work? Why did it work? Cruciferous, cruciferous vegetables help go, your liver go through phase two of liver detox. So you clean out the excess estrogen and you don't get breast cancer. Just that. Okay. okay. And what we said at the beginning, can men have PMS? You bet. Most certainly. They also have the same bad diet choices that many women have. And while they don't have an overload of estrogen and progesterone to deal with, they have immense amounts of stress to deal with, and they need the same nutritional considerations as women. They usually can have larger swings in cortisol Mm. than women do under stress. And the stress-handling hormone that can create just as many mood swings and explosive temper as anybody. No. But. No. You Really? Can we call that PMS? P-M-M-S. Two M's for two men. Okay. <laughs> but, they're, but they're also responsive to their partner's pheromones. That's true. And you know, and you can't see them, you can't smell them, but man, are they there. Yeah. The, 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 the chemical signal, signalers that come out of your hair, comes out of your breath, comes out of your skin, it's a part of your sweat that comes floating around and they can cause changes in a, in a guy's emotional responses to these chemical signals coming from their wife or their girlfriend, the sister, mother, coworker, whatever, before they even know what triggered or caused their own emotional storm. That's like women that work together. Yes. The same thing. Yeah. All their periods All regulate. Their, their periods. This is a very real thing. And this PMS for a man is a very real thing. It's a thing. very real thing. I just wish we could call it PMS instead of so just like temper. we need to take care of each other. Okay. So. 20 second recap. We're yes. just going to go over this really fast. Prime PMS is primarily a condition immediately associated with malnutrition, bad fats, bad sugars, and processed foods. But you also need supplementation to rebuild and restore your hormonal glands. You cannot glands. eat well enough anymore. You cannot. It is not available out there. Even organic foods have all this stuff dropping out of the skies on it, like that huge lake. I don't know if it's Okeechobee. 
but it's one of those lakes in southern Florida that they're now finding mercury in those lakes from China. Yeah, and we just had a, an article I read today about lead in the water here in, in, in Utah. In Utah, yeah. Not yeah. just Flint, Michigan. Not Flint, Michigan. It's here in Utah. Yeah, it's everywhere. So that's a 20-second recap. You have to supplement to rebalance out your endocrine system. And then the remember the secrets they don't want you to know. Men can have PMS too. If you have chocolate cravings or symptoms of PMS that are reduced by a heating pad, take some magnesium. You probably have a magnesium deficiency. The third one is calcium and cataplex F. They can significantly reduce cramping, bloating, and negative effects of PMS. So don't forget, don't forget to go to ForbiddenDoctor.com slash survey and fill out our symptom survey. And send it in so we can see what's going on inside your body and how it's performing for you. Until the end of April this year, it is offered at no charge. Normally, it's $150. Oh, we're going to the end of April then? Yeah, we're going to the end of Free. April. Free. We will make a personal recommendation Jeez. for you based on the results of your personal submission. These surveys are protected under HIPAA requirements. Nobody's going to see them except our nutritional staff, you know, primarily Ambrosia and Jill. Mm -hmm. And either Mary or myself will respond to you. Now, if you write on there also that you heard the podcast about PMS, we will put in some extra PMS support for you. Yes. If that's a big problem for problem. you from the survey, if we can tell so that So get is. this survey so that you can protect yourself and your family. You can have a professional nutritional expert review it and correlate the answers to your body and its needs based on real time issues. That's the beauty of this thing. And you can see how small changes in your current dietary choices will make a world of difference for you and your body's performance. And, and it will show you how to use a few, just a few, concentrated food supplements. But these supplements. are personalized supplements. They're personalized. This isn't some blanket thing. Yeah. You know, we're not telling That's everybody so to wear cool a size about this nine survey. shoe. Yeah, this survey is really cool because it's personalized just for you. So go to ForbiddenDoctor.com. Don't forget the .com. ForbiddenDoctor.com slash survey. All right. Okay, we'll see you next week. We'll see you next week with Menopause. Menopause. Thanks for listening to the Forbidden Doctor podcast with Dr. Jack and Mary Stockwell. It's our pleasure to join you on your health revolution and look forward to our quest for health together. Join us again next week for more health secrets and forbidden truths about self-healing. Until then, visit ForbiddenDoctor.com and enter your email to receive a special coupon for the Forbidden Doctor special scientific formula, our long life energy enzymes. This custom-made one-capsule supplement is created from the most concentrated energy-stimulating enzymes. For more information, be sure to head over to ForbiddenDoctor.com. These podcasts are provided for information only. The previous statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Nothing that was said is intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.